And welcome to BiblioChat. I'm your host, Forrest Hurlbut. This will be the final episode on Putin's invasion of Ukraine. There's an author I'd like to discuss, Leo Tolstoy, in his book, War and Peace, which is a very valuable resource in thinking about Putin's invasion of Ukraine. There's uh, several concepts and ideas about war that Leo Tolstoy discusses in his book that is very useful in thinking about Putin's invasion, uh, just war in general and, and its causes and its effects. So a quick background on the book is Leo Tolstoy fought in the Crimean War. So he has direct war experience. And it was a war between Russia and the Ottoman Empire, who was allied with the French and English. So he has this war experience, and he explores his observations of war through his book, War and Peace, which was written, he started writing the book about 10 years after the war. So the book is about Napoleon's invasion of Russia in 1812. And it's a fictional narrative of Russian aristocratic families that are experiencing this invasion and like how they feel about it and how it affects them. And there's very specific observations that Leo Tolstoy articulates about war, especially when it comes to the causes of war. And this is what the episode is going to is will explore is what causes war and how do we understand it. So generally, historians understand that single individuals cause war. So in this case, so with Putin's invasion, Putin is the reason and the source and of the invasion. And in the book it would be Napoleon is the impetus of war. So Leo Tolstoy doesn't find it plausible that a single individual is the impetus of war. He doesn't think so in in War and Peace, he doesn't find it plausible that Napoleon is the would could motivate thousands of soldiers to walk thousands of miles across Europe to, as he describes it, kill their own kind. So we'll discuss what other causes could there be for war, all coming up on this episode. So I would like to quote War and Peace, where Leo Tolstoy describes the beginnings of Napoleon's invasion of Russia. In 1811, an intense arming and concentration of Western European forces had begun. And on the 12th of June, those forces crossed the borders of Russia and war began. That is, an event took place contrary to human reason and to the whole of human nature. Millions of people committed against each other such a countless number of villainies, deceptions, betrayals, thefts, forgeries and distributions of false banknotes, robberies, arsons, and murder, and which, at that period of time, the people who committed them did not look upon them as crimes. So what produced this extraordinary event, and what were its causes? And then he continues with, with all the parties that are involved in this war, Napoleon, uh, the English, uh, the merchants, and diplomats. These are all different, pers- these are all different parties involved with the war, and they all have their own thoughts and understandings of what caused the war. So he says, Understandably, it seemed to Napoleon that the war was caused by the intrigues of England. 
understandably, to the members of the English Parliament, it seemed that the war was caused by Napoleon's love of power. To the merchants, it seemed that the war was caused by the continental system, which was ruining Europe. And to the diplomats of that time, it had all happened because the alliance between Russia and Austria in 1809 had not been concealed skillfully enough from Napoleon, and because memorandum number 178 had been clumsily worded. So you see his point that of all the parties in, that are affected by war, each party has their own reason and their own perspective based on their position within the war, what they think causes the war. And he continues to clarify this idea. And he says, The deeper we go in search of causes of war, the more of them we find, with each cause being equally correct, but at the same time equally insignificant in being the true cause of war. And in order to clarify this theory, Leo Tolstoy uses an analogy. When an apple ripens and falls, what makes it fall? Is it that it is attracted to the ground? Is it that the stem withers? Is it that the sun has dried it up, that it has grown heavier, or that the wind has shook it? No one thing is the cause. An event is the coincidence of several conditions. And so, the botanist who says that the apple fell because of cellular tissue degeneration will be as right and as wrong as the child who stands underneath and says that the apple fell because he wanted to eat it and prayed for it. And then Tolstoy brings this thought back to Napoleon, and he says, In historical events, the so-called great men are labels that give the event a name, which, just as with labels, has the least connection of all with the event itself. Their every action, which to them seems willed by themselves, in the historical sense is not willed, but happens in connection with all other conditions, which has been the case the whole course of history and has been destined from before all ages. So you may agree with what Tolstoy is saying, you may disagree, uh, but either way, it's an interesting way to think about war and the cause of war. And maybe these theories can be useful in thinking about Putin's invasion. And maybe there's some other conditions we're not considering in his invasion. Thank you for listening.